This Israel report is brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you are based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebueagency.com. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Rolene Marks, a very good morning to you. How are you? A very good morning to you too, apart from sweltering here in the unforgivable humidity. Amazing that. Uh, before we talk about Israel stuff, it's Bad Poetry Day, and we've got lots of, uh, we, we're asking people to either write a poem on Makundi's uh, dating experience, which isn't so great, and uh, or my hypochondria, which also isn't so great. But Roy sends this one in. Fagi and Makundi went on their second date. Blintzes and Canadal soup is what they ate. Will you marry me, Makundi? Please make your decision you. to go and get your circumcision. <laughs> it's from Roy. Ay, ay, ay. Makundi, uh, yeah. I, I, I lost you for a second there, but can I give my contribution? Yes. Roses are red, violets are blue, I love whiskey. <laughs> yep, it's a winner. It's definitely a winner. 747, Rolene Marks, let's talk Israel stuff. And gosh, I think whiskey is the very thing needed. Let's start off. Okay, but this is probably not appropriate for our first story. The uh, hunger strike. Uh, Hamas are looking to go a hundred, a hundred prisoners looking to go on hunger, on a hunger strike. Is there no Ozempic in Israel? Oh, there's no Ozempic. I mean, you know, we are a Jewish country. You mm. can't bring in anything that's going to suppress appetites, Howard. Really. <laughs> yeah, okay, but no, seriously, what is the, uh, what, what conditions in prison are they protesting? Well, this is now a thousand Hamas prisoners oh. that are being held in Israeli prisoners have uh, threatened to launch a hunger strike amid rising tension between prisoners and uh, the Israeli prison service. I mean, why shouldn't there be rising tension? Mm, because mm. there's rising tension everywhere. Everywhere, else. exactly. Uh, so apparently, Itamar Ben Gvir, the national security minister, visited off a prison. Uh, it, if any of you have traveled the road from Modi into Jerusalem on the 443, you'll be familiar with the, the big Ofer prison. It's uh, very close to the Kalandia checkpoint. And um, they say, the prisoners say that his uh, visit is provocative. Well, <laughs> you know, mm. it's a Mabegabi, wherever he goes, he's it's just provoking some mm. kind of response. But uh, they say they want to improve their conditions in, in, in prison. Um, you know, from what we've seen, prisoners have access to, to books, uh, to, to TV. Uh, they enjoy certain rights as per the Geneva Convention. They don't state exactly what conditions they want. Um, I, I think that this is just a, 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 an excuse to turn the visit by the National Security Minister, who, yes, is extremely, extremely provocative in many, many quarters, but into some kind of uh, a political statement. 
So the so we don't really know what the conditions are that they are protesting. Uh, these are prisoners who, you know, who who are guilty of some form of extremism, and uh, and now they're threatening a hunger strike, a thousand, a thousand people. That that's quite the, the worry here. I would imagine is how many of them have been intimidated into doing this. You know, it's it's. I would. I I can't imagine that a thousand people uh, would be willing to go on some form of hunger strike, knowing full well where this can end. Well, they also say, Itamar Ben Gavir is Mm. on uh, record in the park. No, we are battling with this line, uh, Rolene. Let's just uh, let's just give it one more bash. Otherwise, we're going to have to call you back. Um, let's uh, let's just see how if 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 you can manage that. Let's just try that one more time, Rolene. Are you there? Uh, I'm here. The yeah, the line is shocking. Um, the Itamar Ben Gavir is on record as saying that he doesn't believe that uh, prisoners with blood on their hands should have improved or humane living conditions. Uh, and, you know, he does have to remember that we still comply by the Geneva Conventions with regards to, to prisoners. Uh, and, and so I, I think to your argument, how many of those prisoners have been uh, coerced will will use it mm. into conducting this kind of hunger strike. You know what's incredible is Itamar Ben very manages to turn anything around. A, a situation that really doesn't need to make him or Israel look bad, he somehow can do that because obviously prisoners are entitled to humane conditions. 100%, no matter if they're in a prison and if they are wards of a state, they need to be treated humanely, even if their crimes were horrendous. It is just the way the world functions, and it's the way we need to be for ourselves to treat people with humanity and dignity. So he could say the same thing in a different and a, and, and a more positive way, to say that the conditions I'll are humane. All right, so Rolene, I think we're going to have to, we are going to have to get you back because uh, this is obviously, the, the, the line is a problematic one. It is 7.53. I'm Howard Feldman. This is Your Morning Mayhem. It's 101.9 High FM. We also want to talk about Bradley Cooper's nose controversy. I don't know if you've been following that. Have you been following the nose controversy? I've spoke about it yesterday, and uh, that is about the fact that he is in the, uh, he is in a movie playing a Jew and he's used a prosthetic nose uh, and they're calling it Jew face. Rolly Marks, are you back with us? I'm back with you. So I hear we're talking about Bradley Cooper and, and uh, the nose. Yes. So I have some thoughts on this as you can <clears throat> well imagine. Right. Give us your thoughts. So if you look at images of Leonard Bernstein, who Bradley Cooper is, is playing and um, Again, I think we need to be very cautious. <coughs> mm, mm. Rolene, Rolene, we're battling. We are simply not winning. And if I you're just, playing... Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a problem here. You know, we have had... Uh, there is a problem with some of South Africa's Internet providers, and it is definitely causing us... Um, it's definitely causing us some um, uh, some uh, challenges. It is 7.54, and we are talking about the Bradley Cooper situation. What do you think about that? 34519 or 061-895-1019. What Rolene Marks is saying is that there's 
is uh, that, that we do have to be careful. We do have to be careful about crying anti-Semitism at every – and I think getting caught up in what is very much a woke world. Uh, it's getting caught up in, in victimhood. I don't think we're the victims here. I don't think that Bradley Cooper, who's a non-Jewish guy – well, that's the first complaint, uh, that a non-Jew is playing a role of a Jew. I think that's absolutely rubbish. Of course he can. Why not? He's an actor after all. Uh, that's the first thing. And then secondly is the fact that he – uh, he has used a, a prosthetic nose. Is that a problem or not? I don't think it is. You can either like it or you can not like it. You could say it's too big, it's too small, it's too straight, it's too skew, it's too whatever you want. But does it make it anti-Semitic? Well, I've seen a lot of commentators who say that it does. I think it's nonsense. I think it's absolute rubbish, to be honest. And uh, and I, I think we need to pull ourselves together in this regard. What do you think? 34519 or 061-895-1019. The other story that I thought was uh, worth talking about is uh, it's, it's, it's a very, very, I don't know, it's a strange one. Uh, we spoke yesterday Today about the controversy and some of the the behaviour on, or, or maybe it was the day before, about buses and the fact that the um, the fact that the the um, situation where where in some Haredi areas that people haven't been allowed, that women are being told to sit at the back of the bus. So that is, that is a, it's been a concern. And then there was a situation that ostensibly that there was a bid, a bid for dialogue between Haredim on a bus devolved into an angry singing match. And I thought that was just the weirdest and the funniest story as well. I believe that we do have Rolene back. Rolene, uh, this has been a real challenge for us this morning. Can you hear us now? I can hear you perfectly now. Oh, my goodness, it sounds so wonderful. Right, can you just finish your thoughts on Bradley Cooper and his nose? <laughs> the things we talk about on the Israel Report. Mm. Uh, yeah, so the issue for me is um, why is why was there the need to put a prosthetic nose on, on, on Bradley Cooper? Uh, he... he you know, Leonard Bernstein that didn't have the stereotypical, uh, ugly, um, anti-Semitic trope nose that, uh, or, or caricature that, you know, uh, often when we see anti-Semitic portrayal of, of Jews has. So in, in my opinion, it was absolutely unnecessary to put, uh, the nose on. I mean, the nose knows, Howard. And, and for people saying, but it, it, he's just acting a part. You know, it's one thing if you are uh, totally transforming somebody like a Nicole Kidman into Virginia Woolf, uh, and you need to totally change her face. Um, it's another thing when you're looking at a, a, a Leonard Bernstein who, who did not have mm, the caricature mm. nose um, to put that, to put a prosthetic proboscis on. That, that, that is just that's, my opinion. So that's interesting. So you're saying that it, what you're saying is it absolutely wasn't necessary. He could have played the part just as well, uh, looking in, in inverted commas Jewish because of how he was acting and didn't need to go for the exaggerated nose, which, which Leonard Bernstein didn't have anyway. Exactly. Uh, and again, I know I've seen people uh, on social media, Bradley Cooper's an anti-Semite. 
He's not an yeah. anti-Semite. I think we need to calm down with the reflexive accusations mm, of, mm. of anti-Semitism for everything. Absolutely. So, you know, as you were saying it, Rodina, I was thinking it's the same thing as not everything is apartheid. Well, not everything is anti-Semitism. You could have discrimination without it being apartheid. You can have a situation like this that you don't agree with the way they um, they they uh, did this, but it doesn't mean it's anti-Semitism. You know, I think we actually just need to get a grip and uh, and have some perspective, I guess. Absolutely. So I think, you know, when... Uh, when we see events that, that raise our uh, hackles, mm. I think we need to start to apply some critical thinking now. Uh, you know, what was the motivation? What was intended? Uh, Absolutely right. And again, we're just not winning with technology today. It is 8 o'clock. That was Raleen Marks with the Israel report. Not a simple one, not uh, only because of the subject matter, but of course because technology was not on our side. It's 8 o'clock. That Israel report was brought to you by the Blue Agency. Your Israel property is in good hands. Owning properties in Israel can be a great investment, but challenging to manage if you're based abroad. The Blue Agency will manage every aspect of your property, finding and vetting tenants, maintaining your property and getting it rental ready, negotiating contracts and collecting rentals, reporting back to you regularly. The Blue Agency has built a reputation for trust and confidentiality over 20 years. The Blue Agency, your Israel property is in good hands. Contact us at www.thebluagency.com. Dot com.